Welcome to the Gift of Giving Life podcast. I'm Sheridan, and I'm the host. I'm also one of the authors of The Gift of Giving Life. I'm so excited to be able to share some insights into the spirituality of conception, pregnancy, birth, and beyond with you today. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. I'm so excited to welcome Kelly to our podcast today. I'm going to give a brief introduction, and then we'll just hop right in. So Kelly is the mother of eight children, and she's had a variety of birthing experiences, a cesarean birth, a VBAC, natural births and freestanding birth centers and home births. And she has really found birth to be a great teacher and has learned something about herself from each of her births. So excited to hear about your experiences today. So I'd like to just start by asking, how did you find out about The Gift of Giving Life? My sister actually bought the book and she read it and just loved it. And she gave it to me and I sat on my nightstand for a really long time before I finally opened it. And when I did, I just devoured it. I was just like, this is such a beautiful book. I didn't read it until after I had my fourth baby. It was between number four and number five that I read it and I just loved it. Oh, good. And have you found that the book helped you at all in your life? (laughs) Yeah, it really resonated with me because I was expecting it to be like so many other births books that I had read where I just talked about natural childbirth and how wonderful it is. But it talked about so many different types of birth. And these women found beauty in every birthing situation. And that really resonated with me because I had some pretty hard births. And I still was able to find lessons that I learned from those experiences. And yeah, it really resonated with me and my experience as a mother. Great. Thank you. I would just love for you to just dive in and share what you want to share today. You emailed me some of the things and I'm just excited for you to be able to talk. I guess I'll share a little bit how my journey began. When I got pregnant with my first baby, I was young. I was 20 and we were just young kids, freshly married. And he was born by cesarean and that cesarean birth was very, it was needed. It was necessary. He spent some time in the NICU. He had to be life flighted and that was a necessary cesarean. And with my second, I just, I knew I wanted to have a V back a vaginal birth and I I just I didn't do any research and I didn't interview care providers I just went in and it was like this is what I'm gonna do and I had what we call in the birth world the cascade of interventions <laughs> and I had a pretty traumatizing birth because of it and I had the VBAC and I, there was this part of me that was really like happy about that but I was really traumatized because of all of the things that had happened during that birth so much so that I didn't want to have any more kids. I was like, we're not having any more babies. And you know how people always ask, are you having any more? I would say, nope, we're done. And (laughs) there was this little voice in my heart that said, no, you're not. Every time I said that, I knew that I was lying to myself. (laughs) And I, I, but I just felt like my body was broken after that birth. And when I was ready to have another baby again, I told myself, you have to do things completely different this time around. And it's interesting how the subconscious mind works. So I, whenever I went grocery shopping, I drive a certain way and I drive home and there was this billboard on the side of a building that said for an advertisement for home birth. And it said, trust home birth. And I, I go to the grocery store at least once a week, sometimes twice a week. And I'd see that, that sign. And I think it really had an impact on my mind because 
when I got pregnant with a third baby, I really wanted to learn more about home birth. And I did the research and I interviewed midwives and I decided to have him in a freestanding birth center. And we didn't do the home birth just yet, but that third birth was just, it was so transformative. I just experienced birth the way that I felt like it was meant to be experienced. It was just, I felt like it was beautiful and kind and it was peaceful. And it was just like, it totally changed my perspective. Here I had these really hard births before. And it was just like, that was so amazing. And after, after his birth, I knew I had to tell other women their ability to birth. I was like, women have been doing this for thousands of years, but there's so much fear and negativity surrounding it. So that really propelled me into my journey to become a birth worker. And I started teaching childbirth classes and started doing doula work. I just feel like birth is such a great teacher for our lives. And there's so many messages that you can take away from it. So when I got pregnant with my fourth baby, she was due the same time that my second son was born around that same time, just six years later. And um, a lot of those feelings those that have during his pregnancy and about his birth came up during my pregnancy with her. And I just remember thinking, oh my gosh, I hope this doesn't hang me up. You know what I mean? When I when it comes to giving birth, because all these feelings are like coming back again. Like sometimes I've heard like people call them like anniversary feelings, you know? Like, mm -hmm. And uh, so interestingly, I went into labor on my son's birthday. Wow. <laughs> so they share a birthday just six years apart. And it was such a tender mercy. I mean, her birth was so beautiful. She was born at home in the bathtub. It was just, she's still, I, when she was three years old, we, she would watch her birth video. And I remember she had a little friend over at our house one day and she proudly exclaimed to her, I was born in the bathtub. And I'm sure this little girl went home and told her mom and was like, what? After she was born, I just remember feeling like this was a gift from Heavenly Father, him telling me, you just, you had that really hard birth, but here's a really beautiful birth on the same day. So it was just such a tender, tender mercy yeah. to come full circle on that. I know you have more birth stories, but I just do <laughs> want to touch on that. Like just the beauty of that, the anniversary and like her being born on your son's birthday and how that was so healing in so many different ways. Yeah, that's really beautiful. I just think God is good. And I just feel like there's so many lessons to take away from birth. And so I don't know. Do you want me to just tell you a little bit about every single thing, birth that I sure. learned? Yeah, I'd okay. love that. So with my fifth baby, she came at a time that was a pretty dark time in, in my life. And towards the end of that pregnancy, I just began to see hope and light again. And she came and... We were actually in the middle of moving when she was born. We got into it. We were able to buy a house and she was born that day. <laughs> so we moved. I, I always teach my students, don't make sure you're done moving like well before your due date. But she came on the day that we moved and we named her Lucy because Lucy means light. And she had just, she brought so much light back into our lives during a really hard period of time. I thought that I would have three boys and three girls and just, be done. And so when we got pregnant with our sixth baby, I thought I'm going to do like how so many moms do. They just don't find out the gender. I just felt like this was going to be our girl and then we'd be done. And so we didn't find out and 
he was born and here we had this boy and that really surprised us. But his birth was, I spent that pregnancy stressed because not a lot of people have six babies. And I was not naive to how much, a, how much work a newborn is. And I just kept pushing those feelings away of having that anxiety, like of having caring for another baby. I was excited to have another baby, but I was just like dreading all of the work that went along with it. And it was interesting because I had this distinct impression that I needed to invite a friend. Or we have a mutual friend, Angela, to my birth. And my sister has always been my doula. And of course she was coming, but I just kept feeling like I needed to invite Angela to my birth. And I was like, that's so weird. She's busy with her girls. And, but I just, finally, I just called her and asked her, would you be willing to come to my birth? And she of course was. And so labor started and I actually know labor did not, <laughs> my water broke. That's how labor began. And typically my water just breaks right at the very end. And I thought, this is interesting. We'll see how this plays out. Contractions didn't start. And all day, we did all these things to try to get them to start. And it just didn't start. Like, I'd have one or two, and then they, that was it. By the end of the evening, Angela said to me, what is up? What is going on? And I just poured my heart out to her on how, like, how worried I was about my capability to care for another child. Angela has six kids, and I... <laughs> felt like she could relate. And she said to me, she said, we need to create some affirmations for you. And so we created some affirmations. I am capable of mothering another child. And we, it was a whole list of different things. And so I, everyone went home. And what do you know, <laughs> probably an hour or two hours later, I started contracting and I was like, okay, wow, this is happening. This is great. And so I called everyone back over and within 30 minutes, everything just completely stopped. And I was just like, Oh my gosh. So I sent everyone out of my room and I just laid down and I just had this heart to heart with my baby. And I was like, we want you to come. We love you. Please come. And I heard this little voice inside say, it's not me, mom. It's you. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my goodness. I, Okay, so I pulled up those affirmations and I started just like repeating them over and over again, just this mantra. And what do you know? <laughs> Probably 45 minutes later, I was in transition and he was born shortly thereafter. That really taught me how much our feelings and emotions can affect our births and how we need to come prepared, not only physically, but emotionally for birth. And having Angela there, that was so divine. God knew that I needed that coaching during my birth because that wouldn't have happened if she wasn't there. Right. Oh, that's so beautiful. And <laughs> I think that you're not the only one I've interviewed that has had experience using affirmations in different ways. But I really just love that Angela was able to talk with you and say, what's up? And you were able to be open with her and share. And then together, you created these powerful affirmations that helped you to shift your thoughts and your feelings about having this sixth baby. And then that's what really just helped to propel it along. And yeah. I love that experience. So my seventh baby... <laughs> Here we were expecting another girl, and I said, we're going to find out this time. <laughs> so we found out we were having another boy, 
And it was interesting because immediately his name came to me within probably 24 to 48 hours what his name needed to be. And names are really like important to me. Like I spend a lot of time like looking at the name books and reading the different name meanings. And um, so the name was Daniel. He wanted his name to be Daniel. And I was like, I just, I don't love that name. And I fought with it. Like a lot of my pregnancy and and it was just like why are you fighting this Kelly this is the name that he wants and it's and so I was like you know what I need to read the story of Daniel from the Bible as I can really get a feel for this name so I this was and this was during COVID this was in 2020 and that was a really hard pregnancy emotionally because we were in lockdown and it and it was nice because you didn't have to get all the comments from everyone oh you're having another baby and you know just because after you have for I think the people have a lot of opinions on how many kids you have. And that was nice that I didn't get that. But at the same time, I missed being with people and sharing my excitement and having another baby. And there was so much fear going on. And it was just, a, it was a dark, it was a dark time. And as I read the story of Daniel, everything that Daniel did, he did with courage. He just had so much courage. And I just was like, you know what, I'm going to focus on the light and I'm going to focus on being courageous and bringing another baby into this world. And we had another great home birth with that. And of course, we named him Daniel. My husband came to me and said, there's another baby that needs to come. And I was like, yes, I know we're waiting for this girl to come. And he said, yeah, but it needs, I feel like it needs to happen soon. And I was like, okay, let me pray about it because this is my body. And the impression was, yes, you need to have another baby now. Every time I, before I get pregnant, I do prepare my body. And it was like, okay, we'll take, some, we'll take some time to prepare my body. But it was like, the impression was like, no, you need to get on this now. And so it was like, okay. So we started trying and I got pregnant really fast. And I usually get pregnant quickly, but this was super fast. And it really caught me by surprise. And it took me a while to like really accept that it was happening. So we were like totally expecting baby number eight to be this girl that we've been waiting for. And we went to the ultrasound and it was a boy. And I was like, are you sure? Are you really sure it's a boy? There's a girl in there. Keep looking. So we were just really shocked that it was a boy. And we had an appointment to go to the temple right after this ultrasound appointment. We went to the temple and we were doing sealings. And the distinct impression that we both received was this baby is supposed to be in your home. This baby is supposed to be a part of your family. And I just, I carried that with me through my whole pregnancy. And it was, this, this, this last pregnancy was pretty, pretty hard emotionally, just, you know, just like with baby number six, I had those same feelings come up again. Can I really do this? Can I mother another child? And I had a dream during my pregnancy. And I dreamed that I went to my prenatal appointment and my midwife, we went to the morgue <laughs> and we were opening like body bags. And she was like, I'm looking for you for your body. And I was like, so we're opening these bags. And she was like, that's you right there. And I was like, no, it's not. That's not me. And I looked closer and I was like, yeah, that is me. And I woke up from that dream and I was like, what does that mean? And it came to me, the meaning of that dream came to me immediately. And it was when you become a mother and you birth a baby, it's like the death of your old self 
and the rebirth of your new self. And I felt like I was giving up this part of myself, my old self, to become my new self. And that's hard. That's really hard mm -hmm. to give that up, even though I was already a mother, but to do that again, I finally came to the realization that in the very end of that pregnancy was that I was trying to do it all on my own. I was trying to do all the things like making sure we're doing come follow me and making sure that I'm doing my own, making sure that I'm fulfilling my calling, my callings at church and making sure everything is just right and just so and I was talking to my sister and she said to me, I said to her, you know, I want to do it all. I want to be everything. And she said to me, Kelly, God will honor that. If you want to do it all, he will let you try, but you can't do it all. And I realized in that moment that I had just been pushing myself so hard and that I needed to give him the opportunity to help me and I needed to let his grace come into my life and I feel like I'm still learning that but I feel like that was something that I took away from this last pregnancy letting God prevail in my life I don't know but those are just some little takeaways that I've had from all of my births and I just I think that birth is amazing and I think that as women God prepares us to be these baby's mothers and birth is a great tool to prepare us for that thank you i think you said something that really resonated with me when you talked about wanting to do it all and i think that is maybe not everyone's nature but i think that a lot of women feel that need and feel like they can or if you can then you should i think it's really important to learn that just because you can do something doesn't mean you should do something. And yeah. it probably does sometimes take being pushed to maybe the edge or to be in a place where, wait, I don't know if I can do it anymore to be able to step back or can do everything anymore and step back. And how wonderful if we can learn that sooner. Yeah. And it's okay that it you didn't because now you've learned that and that's... It's powerful. It's powerful to realize, oh, yeah, I really, God is there to help me and he can send other people to help me too. I love to finish with this question. If you could give advice to a young woman just starting out her mothering journey, what would it be? I would tell her to learn to trust her intuition. I feel like that's a lesson for a lifetime, but learn to trust your intuition. You know what's best for your baby and for your children and include God in that and he will lead you in the right direction. That I think is so powerful because we can read tons of baby books or we can ask friends for advice and sometimes that's helpful. However, each child's so unique and each situation is so unique that our intuition trumps it all. And praying and getting guidance from the Holy Ghost trumps any advice you could ever read in a book or get from somebody else. So learning Absolutely. that sooner rather than later is great. But whenever we learn it, it is powerful. Yeah. Absolutely. Great. Okay. I would love for you to share, and I will put this in the show notes too, but if 
our listeners want to connect with you, how can they find you? They can find me on Instagram at mindfully prepared birth. If they want, I have a free course on the hormones of birth. They can go to mindfullypreparedbirth.com slash course and they can get that there. Thank you so much for sharing what you've learned through all your pregnancies and births and being willing to share those experiences with our listeners. Thanks so much, Sheridan. Thanks for joining us today. If you have an experience that you want to share about the spirituality of pregnancy or birth, please contact us. We love having guests on the podcast, or if you prefer to just write up your experience, we are happy to share it on our blog or on Instagram. And also, please share the podcast with your friends. This is how the word gets out that birth and pregnancy can be spiritual. The podcast and our book is one of the greatest ways to share that as well as, of course, you sharing your experiences with your friends. Visit thegiftofgivinglife.com. Currently, our newsletter subscribers get free access to our online class, which is growing. And if you want more inspiration, of course, you can always buy The Gift of Giving Life on Amazon, either for yourself or it makes a great gift for any woman you know. Have a great week and know that you are loved.